Hello and God morning to you. Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and today I'm dedicating today's podcast to Father Ed, to John C., and to Stephen T. Okay, got your requests and I'm happy to oblige. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Dear Lord, teach me to be cognizant and grateful for your grace. I know being a vessel for you positions me for positive and negative situations, but you already know the incidents I will encounter and how I will need to respond. So before I begin my daily routine, let me seek your divine plan of grace. Lord, as I move into expanded territory, your grace is the spiritual compass that will lead me into my new season. My mind may be hesitant because the road ahead is untraveled. However, grace says proceed. Anxiety may attempt to keep me stagnant, but grace pushes me into the next level. And lack of experience may generate fear but grace stands by to produce faith. Father, I am not aware of the panoramic view of your plan for my life, nor do I understand how my afflictions will benefit me in the future. But I know Romans 8.28 assures me, all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. So as you unveil your perfect will for my life, help me to pray for your grace. When your grace opens doors for me, remind me your divine plan is at work. When the task seems more than I can handle, please allow grace to speak words of faith into my spirit. Father, I know your purpose for my life can only be achieved with prayer, faith, and grace working together. As I seek you to fulfill your purpose, I also seek your grace to bring your divine plan into fruition. Based on Philippians 1.6, I know that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. I believe this. I receive it by faith and I give you praise for your divine grace. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday. And let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight. For I can't walk alone. Amen. Commanding your morning, a daily devotional says you have permission to ask. As member of God's family, we have the right to go to our Father and ask for His plans, strategies, and resources to fulfill our mission, assignments, and purposes on the earth. 
Prayer is the conduit that not only reveals the will of God for our individual lives, but it also helps make us the people we need to be to do the impossible on the earth. It's time to plug into that power like we never have before. Father, you said that because of what Jesus did on the cross, I can come boldly before your throne of grace, that there is no longer any dividing wall to keep me from entering your presence. I come boldly before you today, seeking your plans, strategies, and resources to fulfill my assignment on the earth. I open my mind and heart to receive downloads from your spirit and I submit to your discipline so I will become mature and perfectly equipped to do the impossible. I decree and declare that I will not veer off course. I will fulfill my purpose. By your grace, I will walk in your original plan for my life. In the name of Jesus, amen. Okay, stay with us. We'll be back with more prayers And I'm going to read some excerpts from the Bible. Stand by. Let us pray. As I open up my Bible at the start of each day, I lift my eyes to heaven and I most sincerely pray. Lord, open up my heart and mind to hear these words today. I want to understand you, Lord. Please hear these words, I pray. These stories that were written so many years ago hold the way to my salvation. Your word has told me so. I thank you for my life, Lord, the blessings of your son, for my family, friends, and neighbors. I love them, everyone. And when I close my eyes, Lord, At the ending of each day, I will praise my Father up in heaven for the gifts he sent my way, for the universe he created and the lives of those I love. There is nothing greater in my life than my love for God above. Amen. And now reading from the Bible, yay. Um, I read a Bible that gives interpretations. So this one is from Matthew 13. And it says, He did not do many mighty works there because of their unbelief. Unbelief acts like a wet blanket on a smoldering fire, discouraging anything from really getting started. Though we do not have the power to stop the Lord from acting on our behalf, a lack of faith can certainly prevent him from pouring out his goodness on our lives. Let me repeat that. A lack of faith can certainly prevent God from pouring his goodness on our lives. He is omniscient and he knows the level of our faith. Why would a person doubt him? There's only one answer. A lack of true knowledge concerning who God is. He is the awesome Lord of the universe who cares deeply and intimately for you and me. 
So please remember that he knows the level of our faith. Compassion is God's natural response to human suffering. Jesus had gone to a remote place to be alone, but when the crowds followed him, he ministered to them and refused to ignore them. Jesus spent a good deal of his time alone in prayer. Hello, alone in prayer. He made this a regular practice because he knew he could do nothing apart from his father. We need to have this same mindset. If we're rushing through our days, never taking the time to stop, pray, and listen to God, we will become exhausted easily and burned out with life. Our refreshment begins with an intimate relationship with the Lord, and it can only be accomplished through prayer and tranquil time spent in His presence. Amen. Beautiful. And now hope for your life day by day. It says it's a it's time for a U-turn. Proverbs 16 says, there is a way that seems right to a man, but in the end it leads to death. Are you walking on a path that you are realizing is not God's best for you? Do you need to make a complete U-turn but are struggling to find the courage to do so? For example, Is it time to end a wrong relationship, cast off a habit that isn't healthy, or leave behind an undisciplined life that always seems to put God in second place? Whatever situation has you feeling stuck, know that there is no no shortcut or easy way out. You need to make the right decision firmly and decisively and then stick with it with God's help. You may need to get family members or friends to pray for you and support you. There is no time like the present to begin building or rebuilding your life on the foundation of Christ and his will for you. He loves you. He knows what is best for you. Don't be satisfied with anything less than his will for you. For his will is always best. Matthew 7 says, Small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. People today don't like the word narrow. But Jesus clearly said there are two roads to the future for all of us. The path to hell and destruction is broad, but the way to heaven is what is narrow. Which road are you on? Is it a course (laughs) correction necessary? The road to heaven is narrow. Revelation 22 says, Whoever desires, let him take the water of life freely. A driver stopped to ask the way to a certain street. When told, he asked doubtfully, Is that the best way? And the man replied, That is the only way. 
there is only one way of salvation, and that is Christ. Jesus said, no one comes to the Father except through me. Peter declared, there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Is this arrogance or intolerance? No. And Christians must never be guilty of those attitudes. We are saved solely by God's grace. We do not deserve. But Christ was God's appointed means of salvation. Only Christ died for our sins and only Christ rose from the dead. God's offer of forgiveness and new life still stands. If you have never done so, turn to Christ today. And if you do know him, pray today for someone you know who doesn't not yet believe and ask God to help you to tell that person of their salvation. Amen. Some beautiful thoughts. Stay with us. Be right back. And In Touch magazine says, Almighty God reserves the right to reveal some things and conceal others. Although we may not know why natural disasters occur, three biblical truths we do know with absolute certainty allow us to trust the Lord even in times of great suffering. Number one, the Lord is in control. Nothing in heaven or on earth is outside of his authority. He does not react to events, but sovereignly ordains or permits them in accordance with his plans. Number two, God loves people and wants them to be saved. Giving his son for the salvation of mankind proves the father's love. This truth stands firm despite the fact that many reject the savior. And number three, whatever God allows is for his good purposes. Though we cannot fully comprehend what he is doing in each incident, every disaster is an opportunity for the world to know God and lean on him. God loves us perfectly and is sovereignly working everything for our good and his glory. This realization should fill us with hope even in the midst of a crisis. Then, instead of reacting in fear, we will find refuge in Him. Amen. And God's purposes for your life? It says, trust your defender. Daniel 1.9 says, God granted Daniel favor and compassion. If you've ever read the story of Daniel, you know that he was a young Hebrew man who obeyed God even when it was costly to him. Daniel had been taken captive to Babylon, a nation that worshiped pagan deities, and was forced into the service of King Nebuchadnezzar. As such, Daniel was given royal cuisine that had been first dedicated to idols food that the Lord had prohibited the Jewish people from consuming. So Daniel had to decide whether it was better to obey God and risk angering this cruel foreign king or to disobey the Lord 
and please Nebuchadnezzar. At face value, the question for Daniel was about food, and he could have rationalized that as he was a servant and had no choice. But the real issue was allegiance to God. So Daniel resolved to honor the Lord regardless of what it cost him. And God blessed him for it. Today, you may face difficult decisions about following God despite pressures from others. You will be tempted to do what is expedient to protect yourself. But remember, the Lord is your true defender. So be like Daniel and obey God's commands despite how fearful the challenge. Because when you honor him, he will certainly prove himself faithful. Jesus, I know you are my mighty warrior and true defender. I will obey, protect, and vindicate your servant, Lord. Amen. Amen. God's way day by day. Serving with joy. When we minister to others through our gifts, we are tapping into an inexhaustible energy and motivation of God. When we exercise our gifts, the Holy Spirit flows through us like at no other time. We are doing what we have been called and equipped to do. We experience an extra measure of energy and joy. Serving outside our gifts is a different story altogether. I believe this is the primary reason so many Christians get burned out on church work. Instead of finding a slot where they can use their gifts, they sign up for whatever opening there is at the time. They do their best as long as they can take it. And then sadly enough, they quit. So again, when you are doing what you have been called and equipped to do, you will experience an extra measure of energy and joy. And I tell you, listeners, I am experiencing an extra measure of energy and joy. Amen. Be right back. And in closing, Father, how grateful we are that you are so patient with us and you love us. You see us in our weak moments and in our frailties. You pick us up when we falter, so full of forgiveness, so full of love, so full of goodness, and just so full of everything that is great. I pray that the Holy Spirit will sink this message deeply into the heart of every person who hears it and that we will respond in wisdom. We need to walk in obedience and find the awesome, thrilling joy of obeying our living God. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, Lord, but deliver us from evil. Amen. So glad you came to pray with me today. Let's get these blessings started for July 16th. God is with us. God is good. I can't wait to pray with you again tomorrow. Bye for now.